On today's episode, Brandon Hagel, a fan favorite here in Chicago, was officially traded to the Tampa Bay Lightning in exchange for two first-round picks and two players in Taylor Radish and Boris Kachuk. I'll be going over more on this trade and what it means for the Blackhawks heading into a rebuild, plus a quick breakdown on both Kachuk and Radish. And then to wrap things up, I'll also go over what this trade could possibly mean for other Blackhawks players currently on the trade block in Dylan Strom, Calvin DeHaan, and Dominic Kubalik. All that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Friday, March 18th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And if you're listening to the audio version of today's episode and you like what you're hearing, please go and show the show some support first. By following the podcast, it'll literally only take a quick couple of seconds. A quick click of the button will help me out tremendously. Go and rate the show with five stars if you like what you're hearing today as well. And you can also go and leave me a review. Best of all, it's 100% for free wherever you may be listening to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. It's all 100% for free. And if you go and follow the show right now, then you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And if you're not already watching the video version of today's episode, then definitely be sure to go and check out Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube because each and every episode from here on out, folks, is going to have a video version attached to it as well. So if you haven't done so already, please go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube. Go and smash the like button for me. And also be sure to turn on those push notifications so you can be notified whenever the episode is uploaded to YouTube each and every day. All right, what's up, everyone? As always, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks. And first things first on the show today, folks, the first domino for the Blackhawks has fallen as we're now just three days away from the NHL trade deadline. And quite the controversial first domino it was for a lot of Blackhawks fans out there as forward Brandon Hagel, a fan favorite here in Chicago, was officially traded to the Tampa Bay Lightning along with two fourth-round picks, one coming in 2022, the other coming in 2024, in exchange for two first-round picks from the Lightning, a 2023 first and a 2024 first, along with forwards Taylor Radish and Boris Kachuk. And my initial reaction to this trade, folks, uh, of course, there was also that like 45-minute window where we all had to wait and see what the Blackhawks were going to be getting in return, uh, where Hagel even was going to land. Frank Saravalli kind of left us all on the ropes there for a little bit. Um, but my first thought when I saw that Brandon Hagel was on the move was, damn it, Kyle, you better be getting the bag for him, buddy, or else people are going to be pissed. Considering Hegel's current contract, uh, he's got team control after his current deal expires. He's still only going to be a restricted free agent. Plus, uh, 
in terms of money, it's one of the best contracts in the National Hockey League. And then, the, then there's also this incredible rise of production that we've seen out of Hagel this season. So considering all that, I was like, Kyle, you said so yourself, buddy. You said I wasn't going to trade Brandon Hagel unless we got an unbelievable return. And then once I saw the return from Tampa Bay, they might not have gotten the finest Gucci bag out there on the market, but it was a pretty nice bag. I was pretty happy overall with the return that the Chicago Blackhawks got. Um, I, I know a lot of people have been saying, oh, both those first round picks are going to come far late in the first round in the 20s or potentially even the 30s with the way the Lightning have been dominating the NHL the last few years. But this is part of Davidson's plan, regardless of where the picks are going to be. We've heard Davidson say how important it is to him to build back better through the NHL draft. And while the Blackhawks are still left without a, uh, a first-round pick in this upcoming NHL draft, hopefully they'll be able to get that in exchange for Marc-Andre Fleury in the next couple of days. Doesn't seem all that likely, but I'll definitely be keeping my fingers crossed over here. Um, but now the Blackhawks have two first-round picks in both 2023 and 2024. And going forward in the rebuild, that's definitely a win. You get as many cracks as possible to try and draft future cornerstones of the franchise. And, and one thing I also noticed on Cap Friendly, by the way, if you guys don't check out Cap Friendly, what are you doing? Give yourself a shake of the head. Cap Friendly is seriously one of the best hockey websites out there that basically gives you all the information you need to know on each and every NHL team. Uh, but one thing I noticed when I was looking at the Blackhawks Cap Friendly today is that they also have two second round picks in 2023 as well. So just maximizing the amount of chances in the coming years that they can get to go and get future pieces of this roster. And then to also get two players in Taylor Radish and Boris Kachuk, two former second round picks of the Tampa Bay Lightning a few years back, um, who have put up pretty good numbers in the AHL throughout their careers and really now are just starting to step onto the scene here in the NHL. Um, I know Brandon Hagel was a fan favorite. I'm going to miss him as much as you all do. He's one of the only reasons that watching the Blackhawks has been semi-tolerable throughout this abysmal season. Um, but in my opinion, people are going to debate me about this, and I've been catching a lot of flack for it on Twitter. It is what it is. It is what it is. But I still think Brandon Hagel is probably a middle six piece, probably a second liner on a Stanley Cup contender. And I get that he's still very young. I believe he's only 23 years old and there's still plenty of time for him to grow. And we've seen those numbers take a huge swing in the right direction when he was with the Blackhawks this season. Um, but also I've been getting a ton of people tweeting at me comparisons of stats between Boris Kachuk, Taylor Radish, and Brandon Hagel saying, well, something doesn't add up here. I get that. They're, I'm not saying they're Brandon Hagel. But when you go and look at the deeper analytics of Brandon Hagel's season, one factor that has heavily influenced him being a 20-goal scorer this season is the guy shooting 22.2%. That's one of the best in the National Hockey League. I don't know exactly where it stands, but it has to be near the top of the National Hockey League. And that's just something that's simply not sustainable going forward. Like, maybe he can still be a, a 2020 player and maybe a 50 50-point 50, 50 guy down the road who can do, you know, a little bit of everything. Um, 
But the Blackhawks aren't really in a position to be all that picky right now. And I just don't think Brandon Hagel is is a top-line player, not a cornerstone of the franchise. I don't think he's a franchise-altering player. Is he a very good all-around player? Undoubtedly. I'm not saying that. But to me, he just feels more so like one of those glue guys who help good teams become great. I think he's a glue guy. And for the Blackhawks to get two first-round picks, getting more cracks in the NHL draft, which is exactly what Kyle Davidson wants to be doing in the future, um, and two players in Kachuk and Radish who do have some upside, maybe not top six upside, um, but they could be good NHL players one day, especially given more of an opportunity here in Chicago than they were getting in Tampa Bay. Um, I think this has to be a win for the Chicago Blackhawks, in my opinion. And I know. It's a tough pill to swallow seeing Hagel go elsewhere. But when we're supposed to be thinking three to five years down the road, this is a move that shows you, in my opinion, how committed Kyle Davidson is to the future. Not right now. And I know so many people are only focused on right here, right now. But you got to understand, the Blackhawks don't care about right here, right now. And they shouldn't. They don't even care about next year or two years after. Obviously, they want to make, make this thing happen as fast as possible but they're not going to rush anything. They're going to build back through the draft, acquire as many future assets as possible, and put themselves in a good position three to five years down the road. This proves how all-in Kyle Davidson is on that mentality. I know, I'm going to miss Brandon Hagel as much as all of you are. And seeing him go to Tampa Bay where he's probably going to have a ton of success isn't going to make things easier, but this is just how rebuilding goes, right? You can't go and get future assets and future draft picks by not giving up anything of value. I don't understand why some Blackhawks fans feel like we could have just fleeced the Tampa Bay Lightning or fleeced any other NHL team without giving up something good. That's that's not how it works. Um, So it sucks to see Hagel go. um, But in my opinion, to get essentially four players out of this trade, I think it has to be a win for the future of the Chicago Blackhawks. It's not a win right now. But it's a win for the future because we got far more draft picks. We got more hope for the future. And that's how you go about rebuilding. I'm just as sad as the rest of you are to see Hagel go. But um, it's time to actually start focusing on the rebuild. Not the Stan Bowman half-ass mentality, whatever you want to call it, that we saw for the last four or five years. This is a real rebuilding transaction that Kyle Davidson made here today. Um, and in my opinion. I think it was a necessary one to try and build back better through the NHL draft and to also acquire a couple of young pieces on top of it. All right, there are my first thoughts on the Blackhawks trading Brandon Hagel to the Tampa Bay Lightning earlier today. Coming up in just a moment, I will get into a little bit more on Boris Kachuk and Taylor Radish, plus what this trade could mean for guys like Dylan Strome, Calvin DeHaan, and Dominic Kubali. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bet Online. Football season may be over, but Bet Online still has way more odds and info for both pro and college hoops. And you want to be sure to get in on that with March Madness getting underway. From game scores, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports betting here in 2022. And it's not just basketball, from the NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. 
Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and Vegas casino games. Bet online, where the game begins. All right, getting uh, back here, getting back into things here on Locked On Blackhawks, moving on into segment two today. I also wanted to be sure to provide one second. Yes, I am drinking a bushlight on the show. It's been one of those days, folks. Um, but getting into segment two now today, I also wanted to be sure to provide you all with just a little bit more information on both Taylor Radish and Boris Kachuk so you can all get uh, a bit more familiar with the two players that the Blackhawks received today in exchange for Brandon Hagel. And first, for Taylor Radish, interestingly enough, I'm sure most of you have seen this on Twitter by now, um, but back in his junior days, he was actually a part of a deadly line with Alex DeBrinkett and Dylan Strome for the Eriodras. Those three were putting up video game numbers, basically. It just showed that they had some amazing chemistry together. Um, in the 2016-17 season, Alex DeBrinkett led the way with 127 points, while Radish tallied 109, and Dylan Strome had 75 in his 35 games played. So uh, obviously those three, they played together for the majority of that season. When Dylan Strom was healthy, he was up on that line with them. Uh, they obviously have some great chemistry with one another. Uh, and I am interested to see uh, if this trade for Radish could kind of put a halt to the Blackhawks trying to move Dylan Strom in the next couple of days. I'll have more on that coming up just a little bit later in the episode. Uh, but back to Radish. He was a second round pick of the Tampa Bay Lightning back in the 2016 NHL draft. He went 59th overall. And since then, he's mostly spent his time uh, down in the AHL playing for the Syracuse Crunch, who's the minor league affiliate of the Tampa Bay Lightning. And in 159 career AHL games, Radish has tallied 110 points. And most recently, his last full season with Syracuse, which was last year. Um, he recorded 29 points in 27 games, so over a point per game player, and that kind of led to him getting his first real crack up at the NHL level this year with the Lightning. And in 53 games for Tampa Bay this year, uh, in mostly a bottom six and fourth line role for the Bolts, uh, Radish tallied five goals and seven assists for 12 points. So Trust me, I've been seeing plenty of those pictures of Radish only having 12 points in 38 games. It's like people love showing me how he hasn't really done all that much in the NHL this year. Um, but you got to understand, this is his first season at the NHL level, and he's probably playing 9 to 10 minutes a night for an absolutely loaded Tampa Bay Lightning squad. Um, you you got to put that into play a little bit. But yeah, I mean... I'm not here to say that Taylor Radish is going to be this offensive wizard or anything. He probably doesn't have top six upside, um, like I kind of mentioned earlier. But even though he's already 24 years old, it's just still, I feel like, kind of a, a bit too early to know exactly what type of player he, he's going to be, especially now that he's going to get a much larger opportunity uh, going forward with this rebuilding Chicago Blackhawks organization. Um, so that's definitely something to keep in mind. Is Radish is going to get a much larger role and much bigger opportunity to prove himself here in Chicago than he was in Tampa Bay. Uh, but one thing I also wanted to add with Radish is that he's got some good size to him as well. He's six foot three, 200 pounds. Uh, I kind of read he's not exactly the best skater, uh, but he's one of those guys who's 
willing to go to the dirty areas in front of the net. He'll score hard-nosed goals. He'll bang along the boards. He's got some physicality to him. And the Blackhawks, if you've been watching them the last few years, then you know they certainly need more of that sandpaper in their lineup going forward. So I'm really interested to see um, how Radish is going to mesh with his new team whenever he does arrive in Chicago and whether or not he's going to be given uh, an opportunity with Alex DeBrinkett and Dylan Strom, assuming that Stromer is still here. Uh, and then for Boris Kachuk, he's another, as I said, one of those days, folks. He's another second-round pick, actually, of the Lightning back in 2016. He went uh, 43rd overall, I believe. I know it was, what's my math? Maybe he went 16 picks ahead of Rash. I think he went 43rd overall. I don't have it in front of me. Uh, but another second-round pick of the Lightning back in 2016. And also, like Radish, uh, Kachuk spent each of the last three seasons down in the AHL with the Syracuse Crunch before stepping onto the NHL scene this year. Um, and it's actually kind of funny. I was reading an article doing a little bit more research on both of these two. And it was an article about the Lightning's top 25 prospects Kachuk and Radish were both right there with one another. And uh, man, I wish I could remember who wrote the article, but um, whoever it was, they said that um, whenever you see Radish or Kachuk, you're probably going to see the other right next to each other, like right, right there in terms of prospect rankings. They've kind of been floating down the same career path. They were both second round picks in 2016. So it's kind of funny how it worked out that um, little did whoever wrote that article know uh, that they both would be going to Chicago as well as part of this trade. So I'm sure those two have come uh, become pretty close friends over the last couple of years. Uh, but for Kachuk, he's gotten a little bit more action down in the AHL than Radish did. He played uh, 168 career AHL games, and in those, he tallied 90 points. Most recently, though, in his last season, he was also over a point per game with 29 points in 27 games. Uh, no, that was Radish, excuse me. Kachuk had 34 points in 29 games last season. So that also led to a promotion uh, up to Tampa Bay this year, where in, in 38 games, he recorded only two goals and four, six, four assists for six points. So uh, again, not top six upside there, but he's still only 23 years old and is going to get more chances in Chicago than he got in Tampa Bay. But I think the, the biggest difference between these two players is Kachuk isn't really like Radish. We saw the numbers he put up in juniors with DeBrinket and Stroh. Like he's got some offensive game to him. Kachuk really doesn't, but he's the more solid all around player. And I actually saw a graph today saying that he has the potential to be a, a really great bottom six defensive piece on the penalty kill one day. Uh, his 200-foot game has been uh, his biggest asset throughout his career. He's also got some size to him as well. He's six foot two, 206 pounds. And in his 38 NHL games this year with Tampa Bay, he recorded 96 hits. So uh, another physical presence um, that is willing to bang, willing to be some sandpaper in the lineup. And I I'm kind of excited to see if he could be one of those players that is a fourth line staple, right? Because of the work that he can do defensively. I also read on Kachuk that he doesn't really have anything about his game that stands out. Um, but there are a lot of things, basically everything he does well. Does that sound kind of familiar to uh, a player that the Blackhawks just traded today? Blackhawks fans, not comparing Horace Kachuk 
to Brandon Hagel uh, by any means, but um, it sounds like the Blackhawks, they got a couple of future bottom six pieces. Radish could have a little bit more offensive upside than Kachuk does, uh, but two future bottom six pieces who can help be glue guys in the lineup, kind of like what Brandon Hagel provided this team, (laughs) except for uh, the 20 goals part this season. So all in all, to get two first-round picks and these two players in exchange for Brandon Hagel, uh, I'm excited about what this could potentially turn into. And let me say this one more time. I don't think Radish or Kachuk are ever going to wow Blackhawks fans out there like Brandon Hagel has, but it sounds like these could be two pieces that could make a difference in other areas aside from the stat sheet. They could help the Blackhawks become more well-rounded as a whole. Um, And the Blackhawks, they need more of that. They've been relying on the big guns for far too long. It seems like the bottom six has been non-existent for years. So to get two, two players who can provide an impact in different areas along with two first round picks, that's why I'm excited about this move looking forward for the Chicago Blackhawks. I think Kyle Davidson got exactly what he wanted in a trade for Brandon Hagel. All right, there's a bit more of a breakdown on both Taylor Radish and Boris Kachuk. Coming up in just a minute, I will get into what this trade of Brandon Hagel could mean for players like Dylan Strom, Dominic Kubalik, and Calvin DeHaan. But first, real quick, I need to let you all know that on Monday, March 21st at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time, be sure to tune in to Lockdown Fantasy Hockey's live deadline reaction show to get all the on-ice fantasy and betting analysis that you need from host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone with appearances from yours truly and also many of our other local experts across the Lockdown Podcast Network. Plus, you can also catch my immediate reaction throughout the day to all the moves the Blackhawks make before the deadline. All right, welcome back to Lockdown Blackhawks. Of course, I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Moving on into segment three now today, I also wanted to talk about how trading Brandon Hagel could affect the futures of Dominic Kubalik, Dylan Strom, and Calvin DeHaan. And first and foremost, I've said this plenty of times throughout the episode, but this trade in particular by Davidson shows us all how committed he is to rebuilding the Chicago Blackhawks and how focused he is, not on right now, but three to five years down the road. And that, to me, undoubtedly means that Dominic Kubelik and Calvin DeHaan are, are not going to be a part of this Blackhawks team come Monday afternoon, which shouldn't come as much of a surprise. We've kind of known that for a long time now. But now it's set in stone. Those two are not going to be here before the NHL trade deadline expires. And with this clearly being a seller's market right now, it sounds like the Hawks are are probably going to be getting plenty more of future draft picks and potentially prospects as well for both of these two. And just a few days ago, I was not confident at all that the Blackhawks were going to get a second round pick, just a second round pick all alone for either. Calvin DeHaan or Dominic Kubelik. I'm big enough to admit when I was wrong. I was wrong about that. But to be fair, I couldn't have predicted how crazy this market was going to be in favor of the sellers. And I'm definitely happy that I was wrong because now it's looking like the Blackhawks are only going to tack on more draft picks in the future to help help go through this rebuilding process. Um, 
And with Davidson emphasizing, you know, rebuilding through the draft, this is probably music to his ears right now that it's a seller's market out there. And I imagine the reason why he hasn't traded either of those two yet is he's kind of just sitting back saying, all right, who, who wants him the most? Who's going to give me the best deal in return? That's what I'm imagining, imagining Kyle Davidson doing right now. And if they're able to get a second round pick for both of those two and potentially even more, in the next three years, that would give the Chicago Blackhawks 10 or more draft picks inside the first two rounds of the NHL draft. Hopefully, they'll also be able to get back into the first next year for Marc-Andre Fleury. But by getting that much draft capital going forward, Kyle Davidson, that's exactly how you go about a rebuild. Load up through the draft, get as many pieces, that get as many chances to take on future, future parts of your roster maximize your opportunity in the NHL draft. He's going to do that. And I expect him to uh, only try and up the return more and more and more in these next couple of days saying, well, the deadline's tomorrow. How badly do you guys want these? How badly do you guys want these players? Um, So hopefully, again, Marc-Andre Fleury also could be a big part of that because the Blackhawks really would like to get into the first round of this upcoming NHL draft. but. By seeing what happened to Brandon Hagel today, Dominic Kubalik and Calvin DeHaan, I wouldn't even say they're halfway out the door at this point. They're 99.9% of the way out the door. But as for Dylan Strom, as I mentioned a little bit earlier in the show, I'm really curious if Kyle Davidson feels like he's kind of in between on what to do with Stroma right now after uh, recouping uh, that former line of uh, he, Dylan Strom, and Taylor Radish. Because no doubt, right now is the best time to trade Dylan Strom. The market's never going to be better unless it comes around to this again next year. But um, the market just seemingly is never going to get better to trade Dylan Strom. And this seems like a chance for the Blackhawks to, to maybe get two draft picks in return with the way the NHL has been favoring the sellers right now. Um, or does Kyle feel like he wants to give Stromer an opportunity along with Radish and Debrinka to maybe uh, rekindle the fire that they had in Erie a few years back? Um, that's the million-dollar question right now, uh, and it's a valid one. I, I don't know what I would do, um, but it's definitely going to be interesting to see if Strom does wind up getting moved in the next couple of days. Uh, as I said, no doubt the return would be better than ever. And it's also a chance for Kyle Davidson to acquire even more future draft picks. So I'm super torn on this right now. I really don't know what the Blackhawks should be doing. Um, But I guess we'll just have to wait and see as Monday's deadline keeps on getting closer and closer and closer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that is going to wrap up Friday, March 18th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show. And be sure to go and follow Locked On Blackhawks on YouTube right now or on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. Go and show some support. It's all absolutely for free, and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, be sure to also go check out the Lockdown Fantasy Hockey Podcast as host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available. It's free and available right now on your favorite podcast app. So be sure 
to go and check out Lockdown Fantasy Hockey right now, wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And for any questions at all regarding anything related to the show or to the Blackhawks, feel free to email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can also hit me on any one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for tuning into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.